so <clears throat> when my friend was driving the car so slow i told him let us play this game tell the age of this driver who has driven the car then somebody you are so peculiar how can anybody tell i said i am not going to question you tell anything he said no i can't tell he said you tell i said yes i can tell i told he said how do you know i said if you don't believe ask him <laughs> either you believe or ask him then the second car went again i told something he said how do you conclude this i said there is one mathematical rule the speed of the car is inversely proportionate to the age of the driver <laughs> when an oldie is driving the car he will go very slow he will have all the patience of the world because there are no reflexes available zero reflexes so the age is determined by the action number 1 number 2 i was in a university and in that university campus bits pilani there was a school also so they invited me for a talk and the students were 10th 11th 12th standard going to go for their higher education etc so when i was talking to them naturally i won't talk to them brahman and death and all that so depending upon the audience the talks are given so i spoke to them about ambition achievement success determination hard work competition and after that was over then i said now questions are invited only from the students because i was addressing the students and none else and yet one 80 not out or 75 not out got up because the group was heterogeneous he got up and he said swami ji i got a question i said keep quiet i am not going to answer your question even if you ask he became very angry this is another principle longer the past you are stronger is the ego stronger the ego easily you get hurt see kids don't get hurt old people get hurt even if nothing happens see so that oldy got very angry and walked out so i finished my talk thereafter i went to the principal's uh, room we had a tea coffee and all that so i said sir please call that uh, teacher he was very angry with me i'll extend profuse apologies to him he came i said sir i am so sorry i didn't answer your question because it was a wrong question in a wrong place he was already furious how do you know what was my question we insulted me before everybody i said sir your question was what happens after death how do you know that was my question i said from your face you are not living you are waiting to die see friends if you want to ask ask how to live if you can live happily you have fulfilled your mission die anyway we are going to so when you are asking me this question of what happens after death are you suggesting swami ji please go and let us know think friends there is one topic which comes in mahabharat this topic comes in under the name sanat sujati there the king is blind dhritarashtra and he is a secretary sanjay uh, not sanjay vidur vidur ji gives him instructions upadesh that is called as vidur niti how to live in this world very beautiful text 
after that was told this blind king asked um, is there something which i don't know and you know the king you know arrogance so he said yes there is one thing you probably don't know what is that there is no death and an old king gets totally shattered there is no death he said no there is no death he said my god i have been thinking that there is death he said no he said where did you learn from he said i learned it from my guru why don't you teach me here is another very important principle why didn't you teach me he said look here every one of us have got the right to learn and know but every one doesn't have the right to teach others this is what is the one of the biggest problem in life see friends we are expert in teaching others if you are indian then you are super expert <laughs> see every indian is wise in somebody else's job every indian can take make decision for anybody they can give suggestion even to god duniya banane wale kahe ko duniya banaye so he says i am not authorized to teach i know but i cannot teach because for teaching you require authority he said then what should i do he said i'll call my guru and he will tell us so he sits quiet in his prayer and by his yoga shakti he invokes his guru maharaj and guru maharaj comes and he is sanat kumar ji and then this question is posed to sanat kumar ji sir what happens after death was my question but your disciple vidur told there is nothing like death so what is this riddle please tell me so the teacher says look here has anybody ever experienced death nobody has experienced samidi you have not read one book very hot book it is written by uh, anita murjani have you read this book no go to your, you know youtube and read she was a cancer patient and uh, she was in coma for some time and they almost declared she is almost dead gone and then she again came back and then naturally write the book and she wrote so when somebody told me about this that she uh, near death experience they call it you know nde near death experience that was her first book the second book came this thing so after death what happened see friends uh, be attentive when we say after death what happened that means that person was there na so who died see friends this principle of death has some purpose to be conveyed it is something like you know subtle points cannot be told like in the material sciences objectively it has to be learn without being taught <coughs> like a child born the child is never taught how to suck the mummy it is not taught it is inherent in the child the child doesn't have to be told take anything and put in the mouth he will never put it in the ear no he will only mouth maybe his uh target doesn't go sometime here sometime here but he knows somewhere here this knowledge is such which has to be learned without being taught and therefore in our scriptures everywhere 
anything is explained through some stories, some parables. Once we had a retreat in a um, Good Shepherd's Retreat Center in Johannesburg. And uh, we were about 50, 60 of us. And the uh, inmates of that retreat center, I told them that if any one of you want to come and attend, it is free. You don't have to pay for that. So some of them came and there was one person who was a, you know, floating population kind. He came for something for two, three days. And he also came and attended. Evening we used to go for walks in the hills for about an hour or two. He will also come and he will keep on asking such irritating questions. And every question of his, I was answering through story. Any question he asked, one story. After the third day, he hugged me. Earlier he was arrogant like that. He hugged me. He said, you are my Jesus. I said, don't crucify me. <laughs> I prefer not to be a Jesus. He said, no, not that way. Then he told, in that Sermon of the Mountain, everything he has taught through the parables and every question of mine you have answered only through the stories and parables. Why you people do like this? That was the question. And the question is, it is not 1 plus 1 is equal to 1. You know this equation? 1 plus 1 is equal to 1. One couple, after 15 years I met them. And they said, Swamiji, we are constantly fighting. Please tell, what should we do? I said, if you have remembered what advice I gave you, I came for your marriage. And I told you, that 1 plus 1 is equal to 1. It is not 2. It is not 11. He said, Swamini, that is the thing which is creating problem in our life. Now, what is the problem? Which one? Whether me or she. See, friends. It is not a straight answer to a straight question. You have to discover the answer. See, friends. It can't be told. It is like this. Because what we know, all we know is through the sense organs, only five objects. We don't know the sixth object. Then all that we experience is through the mind, joys and sorrows. All experiences happen only in the mind. No experience happens to the body. Every experience, good or bad, happens only in the mind. And all concepts are understood by us, by the intellect. These are the only three gateways of knowledge for us. And the truth is beyond this. Therefore, you see in the scriptures, they talk about always the language of negation. Ashabdam asparasham arupam avvayam. It is without form, without touch, without color, without smell, without taste, neither joy nor sorrow, neither long nor short, neither here nor there. See, this is all what we know. So that which is beyond the scope of our obvious knowledge, how can you teach that? See, friends, therefore the stories are told. See. One of the story you all must be knowing, it comes in Mahabharat about the uh, Satyavan and Savitri. You know that story? Savitri is the Pativrata. This is story of Satyayoga. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> but it is true also. So, this Savitri is a great devoted uh, wife to her husband. And uh, one day the husband dies. So, this wife doesn't give up. She fights with Yamaraj, argument, logic. And before any woman, even God cannot win the logic and argument. Bhagwan, death was defeated. He said, Amma, take him. 
I accept my defeat. Now the moral of the story. Moral of the story is that if one is Pativrata, she has got tremendous power that she can defeat even death. Moral of the story. But if you ask me the moral of the same story, it will be different. I will say, you can be saved from death, but not from the wife. <laughs> moral of the story. See friends, these stories are told in our scriptures for us to learn something. You discover. And whenever you discover something, you never forget it. See friends, I'll tell you my experience. I am not a, either any computer scientist or anything. All I learn by a trial and error method. So one day, I was doing something on my laptop and um, I pressed, you know, that um, um, switch for the trash can to empty. Click it, it opens and delete. So when I pressed it, somebody asked me something, so my finger remained there. Then option came. Not only open, the second option was empty the trash. And I did it. From then onwards, I do like that. The other day, I was in Cupertino, which is the headquarter of Apple computers. When I was doing, my friend said, Swamiji, what did you do? I said, this. he said, where from you learnt it? I said, why? He said, I am in this computer for the last 20 years. This particular shortcut I didn't know. I said, I also don't know. I learnt it by mistake. Anything you learn, anything you discover, you will never forget it. It is for this purpose, things are told in our scriptures through parables and they learn from that. See. Now what are the principles told in our scriptures? The principles are, first is, do your karma. Now why this is told? Because by default, we carry three diseases, three viruses in our system. The three viruses are, Alasya Nidra Pramad. Alasya is laziness. See? Laziness is Aaj kare so kal kar, kal kare so parso. Parso bhi kya karna, jina hai ab barso. <laughs> Procrastination. See? This is one enemy. The second enemy is Nidra, sleep. Somebody from USA only, the other day came to Bombay and met me. He said, Swamiji, you know our life in USA is so full of stress and all that. I don't get sleep and all that. What should I do? And he said, don't tell me about Gita. I said, listen, I am not telling you about Gita. You go and take my uh, MP3 any mp3 you like or take random mp3 play it when you are lying on the bed you play it and then tell me tomorrow next day he says Swamiji I had such a good sleep I said yes I know some people listen me to awaken most of the people listen me to sleep he said your sound your voice is so anesthetic that while listening, I went to sleep. <laughs> so the second enemy that we have is the sleep. And some people are so expert, like Arjuna was called as Gudakesha. Arjuna's one of the name was Gudakesha. Gudakayaha Ishaha Gudakesha. Gudakesha means he who he who has conquered. Or he who is a master of sleep. Come on there, I am also a master of sleep. I can sleep anytime. 
that is not the meaning he could wake up any time oh that is difficult <laughs> see so the second enemy is sleep many people have got this problem when they sit for meditation see and these people ask us question about meditation amini uh, why some people when they sit for meditation in our um, you know ashram people come and they sit for meditation and they do like this thing what is this is it kundalini i said no it is it is called as jhatka meditation <laughs> is only sleep nothing else e friends so first enemy is laziness second enemy is sleep and third enemy is pramad sanat kumar ji tells pramadam vai mrutyur bravimi first let us understand what is death according to sanat kumar ji pramad is death so for that we must know what is the meaning of pramad so to explain it in simple words pramad means our efficiency to repeat the same mistake again and again more efficiently <laughs> that is pramad see the same thing we do again and again again and again now what is that we have been doing the same thing again and again in our life if we can conquer this enemy called as pramad we have conquered death then this question will become redundant after death what see friends we are here to live not to live live cheerfully happily why talk of death nobody has experienced death till death death is an illusion see friends so what is pramad how this can be conquered so we repeat the same mistake again and again real spiritual practices when we start learning from every experience of our life with that technique with every additional experience if we learn we will grow wise if we do not learn from our experiences we grow old and otherwise see friends now why we don't learn pramad now see what is we have been doing throughout our life if we have to talk about our life what we have done right from childhood till date unsuccessful effort to fulfill our desires right from childhood what we are doing see when um in our parent came from india and uh, that small child he was playing or uh, that video game on his you know that thing. so that old lady the grandmother she said the whole day you are sitting in inside the house go and play outside what is this you are doing here so he looked at the grandmother okay he went with that sat outside and started playing <laughs> one new game we buy we play for some time with it throw it get another game we play with it for some time we throw it get another game are we not doing this in our life continuous only one project in life i have to get this i have to get this i have to get this it never ends and we have not discovered the basic principle of life the basic principle is fulfillment of desires is not equal to fulfillment in life
भगवान श्री कृष्ण से बुद्धवा बुद्धिमान भारत हैविंग नोन दिस प्रमादम वही मृत्यु ब्रवीमी हैविंग नोन दिस कृतकृत्य भारत यू विल अटेन फुलफिलमेंट इन युअर लाइफ what we have been doing and struggling throughout life is only try to fulfill the desires see so karma we do for what for fulfilling our desires then devotion we practice for fulfilling our desires see last time i told you by god's grace you must have forgotten we go to the temple and after going to the temple what are our prayers oh lord bhagwan says yes dear you have got infinite energy and power but you have no desire god says yes i know i am up to kaam oh lord yes i have got infinite desires but no power no energy Bhagwan says that also I know. Now my suggestion is why not we sign an MOU? Let us invest your infinite power and energy and my infinite desires. Let us contribute so that your energy is utilized, my desires are fulfilled, and we call ourselves to be devotee. See, indirectly we tell God. See. like you must must be doing when you go suppose out of your house for 2 3 weeks 4 weeks to india there you keep one hanuman ji outside ganesh ji outside uh, hanuman ji ghar ka dhyan rakhna and hanuman ji is standing there with the gada in his hand you know jaldi aa jao so instead of this world and our life becoming the means and realization of the god as the goal we do the other way round we make that poor god as the means and his worldly desires is the goal of our life he prays there was one devotee and he was a social worker devotee so what he did he did a lot of japa or all that very sincerely narayana came directly with his vaikuntha uh, um, helicopter and bhagwan uh, said bhagat uh, ji get in i am happy with your devotion let's go to vaikuntha i don't want to see your credentials i know everything i have got i implanted a chip in you i can see from here only so devotee says i don't want to come alone i want everybody to be benefited everybody should go to the heavens and the vaikuntha bhagwan smiled he said don't worry you come he said no way sir all right then he goes to first a sanyasi like us we are tailor made sanyasi <laughs> i was in china and uh, there i become a big hit among the gents because of the beard among the ladies because of my wooden shoes so the gents language problem is there so they simply show and because they have got one hair you know so through somebody he asked me a question since when you are growing this beard as a since childhood oh you didn't understand the joke that is the time i feel most miserable when my joke goes flat so he went to a baba ji a sanyasi and he said sanyasi maharaj there is a free offer go to vaikuntha directly come sanyasi supposed to be dispassionate 
supposed to have given up everything. He said, no way, I am constructing a God's temple. I have to fix the marble there. That Kota stone is coming and that Egyptian or that Italian marble is coming. I can't come now. I have to complete this. God has come, but he is busy with the bathroom in the temple. Poor Bhagatji gets disgusted. Then he goes to the Vanaprasthi. Vanaprasthi means retired person. Retired means who is really uh, unwanted. Therefore, even the government is really tired of him. Retired. <laughs> so he goes to a retired person. In India, they call it as you know, VRS. VRS means Voluntary Retirement Scheme. It is actually abbreviation of the word virus. <laughs> now he went to this uh, VRS people and said, uh, come, there is a free offer. He said, forget about it. Now only my grandchild is born. Unless he gets married, how can I live earlier than that? See? Then he goes to a Grastha. Grastha ji, come. He said, Pagal Gutte ne kata hai kya? I am not going to go. Abhi to shadi hui hai. Just now I am married, and to go through all the tortures, I will see later. <laughs> then he goes to a student Brahmachari. Brahmachari says, no, I have to study Sanskrit, I have to study Gita, I have to study Bhagavad, I have to study Ramayana, I have to give lectures. Narayana is standing there. <laughs> Finally, this devotee got disgusted. Nobody wants God. Everybody wants desires of this world. So out of disgust, he goes to a pig and tells Mr. Swine, this is offer. Will you please come? He said, excuse me, I'll go and ask my missus. This is universal phenomena. <laughs> so he goes to his wife and asks. So she says, uh, what is that, why couldn't uh, ask that fellow, do we get our food there? <laughs> See, and when the devotee comes back, then Bhagwan says, my dear, this world is kept alive only by introduction of the virus called as desire. Desires can never be fulfilled. You have to rise above the desires. And this we have to learn. How many desires we have fulfilled in life? Have we discovered fulfillment? The reason? Pramad. We refuse to learn from our own experiences. Don't go in search for a guru outside. See, don't go, one person wrote me when I was in India, Swamiji, I am coming to India only for two weeks and I heard a lot that uh, Binu Guru, Guru Jnana Kaha Se Fave, so I want to get one Guru. Uh, can you advise me where they are available? I said, you know, you go to Haridwar Shikesh, there are many Guru malls. <laughs> And then you can select one according to your money that you have. You get various grades. Friends, our own experience is our real Guru. See, no Guru will ever teach a student. In Kaivalya Upanishad, right in the beginning, the mantra comes. There the disciple is not ordinary, he is Ashwalaya, one of the great rishis from Rigveda. And Guru is also not ordinary, he is Brahmaji himself. The Upanishad begins, Atashwalayano Bhagavantam Parameshtinam Upasamityo Vacha Adihi Bhagavan Brahma Vidyam Varishtam Hey Bhagwan, hey Guru Maharaj, kindly teach me Brahma Vidya. 
it is the best. All the wise people seek it. Please teach me. Guru Maharaj says, Shraddha Bhakti Dhyana Yoga Adavaihi Avaihi means you learn. Remember this basic principle of life. Nothing can be taught. You have to learn. But this process of learning is suspended. We do the same mistake again and again, again and again. And then we blame God. Oh God, why this happened to me? Why this happened to me? People come and ask us also. Babaji, I have done so much of God. Who asked you to do it? God asked you. This is one basic principle, friends. If you adopt this principle, you have conquered death. The basic principle is learn from every experience of your life. Now see what happens. When we learn from every experience of our life, mind does not gather any impressions of likes and dislikes. If you learn, if you don't learn, then mind will gather impressions of likes and dislikes. Take an example. In our childhood, sometime or the other, we have touched fire and our hand got burnt. So even as a child, we have learned that the fire burns. And therefore, do we have hatred or love for the fire? No. Because we have learned. And therefore, with that wisdom, now we know how to deal with that fire, which is a source of destruction. Or the same source of destruction is enslaved by us because we have learned from it. See, friends, in the same manner, if we inaugurate this principle of learning and the spiritual practice, we will be conquering death. Godless Pramad. Pramadam vai mrityur bravimi. Sanat Kumari says, this Pramad is the real death. Now see how it kills us. Right from childhood, how many desires we have fulfilled? Bhagavan Shankaracharya says, Balastavat krida saktaha, Tarunastavat taruni raktaha, Vruddhastavat chinta saktaha, Parame brahmani kopina raktaha, Bhajagovindam, Bhajagovindam. And if we have taken this as a spiritual practice, we have to learn from our experience. I'll give you one homework for next 365 days. And I promise you, you will not do it. Because Pramadam Vai Mrityur Pravimi Pramad We have taken a bow not to learn. But try this. Take a nice, clean, beautiful copy. And don't write thesis in that. Each day, write only one thing that you have learned. Only one thing per day. In the whole day, 24 hours, can't we learn one thing? And once this process of learning is inaugurated in your heart, you will be growing wise. Be attentive. What are the symptoms of a wise man? Gatasuna gatasunscha nanu shochanti panditaha. Wise people are not miserable when somebody dies and also when somebody doesn't die. Otherwise, people are miserable, both the cases. When somebody dies, they are miserable. Even there also they are miserable if somebody doesn't die. Wisdom expresses as wit and humor. Wit and humor can come, be attentive. If you don't carry any burden on yourself, unburden yourself, unload. 
three friends. We are samsari first. Then we become believers two. Then we become seekers three. When our life is spent only in fulfilling the desires, we are a samsari. You know the definition of a samsari? One young boy like any one of them, happy, healthy, wonderful, no problem, free. But one day a virus goes in his head. What a life without a wife. <laughs> and thereafter he catches hold of samsari and becomes a samsari <laughs> and thereafter there is no end to fulfill the desires now when we are thus leading our life of a samsari Bhagwan out of great compassion for us creates problems. This is the first chapter of Gita. Many people bypass the first chapter of Gita. What is there, you know, these people came on the battlefield and then these people did and then uh, let's start from second chapter. If first chapter was useless, why it is introduced there? See? So the first chapter is Arjun Vishada Yoga Naam. Vishada is tragedy. See, you must have seen our Ramdev Baba. He gives hundreds of yogas. He never tells about the tragedy Yoga Naam. Tragedy also is a yoga in our life. If the direction of our life changes from dog words to the God words. Any difficulty which will change the course of our life is a blessing. Therefore, every one of us in our life, one day or the other, gets some kick somewhere, unexpected. That is only because we have not learned. We have not learned. Then we start going to the temples, going to satsang. One very innocent, sweet lady, very old, doesn't understand English. She used to come for my satsang. In India somewhere. I was talking there in English. So her uh, grandchildren used to tease her. This used to happen in uh, Jaipur, Rajasthan. So, they used to say, Dadima, you have gone for listening to Swamiji's English lecture. Since when you know English? He said, what Swamiji told, I have understood. Okay, tell what he told. She told in Hindi. Exactly what was the import of my talk. Be attentive. When you are absolutely at peace, your understanding is not through logic and reason. Your understanding is through intuition. Intuitive understanding is the real understanding. And for that, what is required is your mind is absolutely at peace. To bring that mind at peace, like you know, if you have got a straight road, miles together and no traffic, no nothing. So you start and slowly the dozing comes, you know. And accidents happen. So what they do? They put one speed breaker in between. So you are going la 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 and the speed breaker. Oh, thank God. Immediately that stupor is gone. In the same manner, in our life, everything is going goody, 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 and one speed breaker comes. That is the first chapter of Gita. Then we become alert. See, friends, therefore, 
when we are samsari we are lost in this world and only desire fulfillment is the only thing nothing beyond then we get some kicks here and there then slowly we shift from a samsari to a believer see take an example to understand this point if you are seeing a dream and the dream is you are sitting on a huge what is that harley deadly or deadly harley ko somebody you know harley okay i always go deadly haversan so you sit on that and some of your girlfriend or borrowed friend she is sitting behind you and you are going in switzerland and beautiful such a dream will never break but in the same dream your motorcycle skids and goes deep into a valley oh immediately your dream breaks in the same manner this waking dream will never break unless there is some accident somewhere so this is a grace of the lord enough of this world enough you are all very successful in your life because during your school college days you have done very well in the same manner now during your this mid age unless you prepare for your old age nobody can help you we all have to live our life we all have to die our death we all have to do our own spiritual practice nobody can do it for us and this we are unable to understand because we have never learned from our experiences of life so what we have to learn we have been living through so many years have we come to a station called as fulfillment if we are not attained fulfillment then again rethink and the rethinking happens only when we go to satsang the highest spiritual practice is satsangatve nissangatvam nissangatve nirmohatvam nirmohatve nischalatatvam nischalatatve jeevan mukti bhaja govindam bhaja govindam doing puja poti karma kanda and this is all okay but this is not everything see friends there are stages there also we have to understand like you know we do the puja poti go to the holy places take the holy deep everything it's good do it this is upasana upasana is like when you are driving like i was coming from um, bethlehem so we had our gps no that driving was upasana upam is near asana means bringing so that gps was bringing us to this house after we have reached this house that gps is redundant i don't require it exactly the same way when we do this karma kanda puja poti very good do it but what is the destination destination is you have now devotion bhakti in your heart be attentive when our heart is saturated with the divine love the worldly problems become no meaning at all see friends all your tensions frustrations will dissolve many people have this funny notion that Uh, see i am such a great devotee i do so many things but why wrong things are happening to me because we have not learned the upasana is done outside but the effect is inside 
and the inside effect is we discover self-confidence we are dynamic we are capable all the positive potentialities they become available to us many places devotion and devotee has got a very wrong notion devotee means what um, ajgar kare na chakari panchi kare na kaam sabke dataram that is not devotion work hard be dynamic succeed and at the same time you are at peace with this way when we grow spiritually because we are learning now then we come to the satsang and our 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 arrival to satsang is grace of god it is said binu hari krupa mile nahi santa it is not the karma phala it is not that because i had done good job therefore i got satsang no satsang is only divine grace karma phala is only two types joy and sorrows see friends the more we become aware of this principle that when we come to satsang by god's grace then the second thing happens all our wrong notions are hammered and the wrong notions are first wrong notion is fear and fear is about six things with reference to body the fear is old age and death with reference to prana the fear is hunger and thirst the third fear is in, in the mind delusion and grief a person who is carrying the burden of these six fears he is a samsari such people are all the time afraid afraid not only afraid but dying also you must have read that story when i was a child i was dying to become a grown up when i was a grown up one i was dying to get married when i got married i was dying to have children when i had children i was dying to get them educated when they got educated i was dying to get them married they got married i was dying to get their children they got their children then i was dying to educate the grandchildren and by then i became 65 70 then i realized i never lived i was constantly dying 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 see friends when we come to satsang everything changes one man asked me one question his wife was never coming for satsang she was you know page 3 type <coughs> and he was um, you know very satsangi so she used to always tease him what do you get in satsang why do you go there he used to keep quiet because he was a satsangi he was keeping quiet he asked me this question so amiji my wife always asked me this question what you get in satsang why you go he said i also don't know but i like but why i come here that also i don't know so please tell me as a simple question man is not difficult in satsang only you are told you are divine when you go outside you are dumb you are fool you don't understand anything so who doesn't like one's uh, praise therefore when we come to satsang oh you are sachidananda parabrahma paramatma he <laughs> prays therefore the more we become aware of this principle then we have to keep learning 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 don't forget this basic principle so we 
finish our samsara, we have come to a believer. Do your puja poti everything. But the effect of that should be seen inside. And inside effect is you are at peace, you are confident, you do your job perfectly well, and yet you are always relaxed and cheerful. There was one man who went to commit suicide somewhere on the Himalayan, you know, mountains. And near a big um, cliff he went and there one Babaji like me was sitting there. So he went there and uh, did Namaskar to Babaji. He said, Babaji, I have come to commit suicide, please bless me. <laughs> so the Babaji said, why are you running after death? She will follow you. Do your job. Don't think of death. Nobody has ever died. We don't trust our own experience. See? Do we have the birth of our body? No. Somebody tells us that you are born such and such date. And we agree dumb. See friends, once I happened to go to a maternity ward because of some, my friend, you know, he had some argument with the nurse. His wife was delivering inside. And because of that, she said, you will come inside, I'll call police. Get out. So he phoned me, Swamita, this is the thing and you know, please come and find out, I see this nurse is angry with me, I don't know why and all that. So I went there. I could talk to her, her language. So she said, you can come and see. I said, come on, I am not interested, that is his baby, let him see. He will not come inside, may what happen. So my friend Swamita, you go and see at least. So I went and saw and everything was over. And what time, uh, you know, time of birth of the child, everything was told. I said, Mama, it's all over, okay? Now, for my general knowledge, I want to ask. Because I am not going to come to this place again in my own life. For my general knowledge, you tell me. You told this child was born at 12.48 night. Yes. I, said, I am not arguing, okay? Just general knowledge. There is not only one lady who was delivering, half a dozen or more than that. So how do you determine the exact time? Are you waiting there with the watch on corner, 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 cut? How do you do that? And so precise, 1148, he said, Swamiji, I'll tell you the truth. If we tell these people a round figure, this child is born at 12 o'clock, they will never agree. If we tell 1201, ah, that is true. <laughs> Neither the child knows when the child is born, nor the mother knows when the child is born, nor the nurse knows, nor the doctor knows, and yet, my date of birth, happy birthday to you. <laughs> See, friends. Second thing. None of us have the experience that we are growing. Nobody has that experience. It is the grace of the society. For the first time when a young girl is addressed, auntie please come and sit down. She gets the kick of her life, you know. Don't call me auntie, call me didi. <laughs> the second kick we get when somebody addresses us, Dadaji, wait here. Dadaji, uncle. It is not their fault. Because nobody has this experience that we are growing. And the most important thing, nobody has the experience of death. And the ultimate, nobody can ever have the experience of absence. Then whose death? This is Pramad. See, we have just taken for granted that I am born, I am growing. 
and how this mistake is repeated efficiently, be attentive. This is one spiritual practice I am telling you, try friends, it will definitely help you. That spiritual practice is, don't talk about your past. Past always belongs to your body, not to you. Body was born. You were never born. See? Bhagavad Gita says, Dehino spinjatha dehe, kaumaram yauvanam jara, tatha dehantara praptihi, dheeras tatra namuyati. Where the childhood body has gone, find out. Where the teenage body has gone. When the childhood has gone, do we mourn? No. When the teenage body has gone, do we cry? If it is not there, it is dead. Where it has gone? Exactly the same way. When the old body dies, nothing happens to nobody. Dheerastatra namuyati. Bhagavan says, after this body is dropped, nothing happens. You continue to be. It is for this purpose. In our scriptures, the law of karma is told. See, the law of karma is meant, now we will go to the second stage of this topic. The law of karma is meant for bringing our attention to ourselves. Presently, we are all expert in blaming others for our miseries in life. See? If I am a husband, the cause of my misery is my wife. If I am a uh, daughter-in-law, the cause of my misery is my mother-in-law. If I am a guru, the cause of my misery is my disciple. So what we do? If the cause is so and so, I want to improve the cause. Then his whole spiritual practice is what? Husband tries to improve and educate and teach the wife. Utter failure. It can never happen. Where Bhagwan Rama failed to teach Sita Ji, will Jagjivan Rama feel successful? And then we complain. Maharaji, I don't know why I am suffering because of my Why she is like that? When somebody asked me this question, I said, hey, I'll reply you in two ways. One way by which you will become more miserable. Second way, you will come out of the misery. Now, which way you want? He said, I want to come out of the misery. I said, listen then. Husband is a common noun or a proper noun. He says, Samini, you are taking my education. I say, no, no, answer my question. Husband is a common noun. Common noun means what? It is common for everybody. <laughs> so every husband is miserable. What is great about it? He said, really? I said, yes. He said, all right then. <laughs> See, friends, how you think, how you take life. The second way is, in the last life, this will be, you know, the reply given to you by the Karmakandis. In the last life, you have done sin. You have tortured her. You have given her a lot of trouble. And that time, to take the revenge, she was observing Karva Chauth. <laughs> and then, not only this life, next seven lives I will torture you. So she has come in this life also. No, but then what can I do? Now behave properly with her. Otherwise, next life again she is there. He starts behaving properly. He doesn't complain. Net result, his mind is at peace. When your mind is at peace, then only you can think about God. See, friends, many people have got this funny notion. That miseries makes you remember God. No, miseries will make you remember your miseries only. See, like many people have this funny notion that meditation for stress relief. 
it is something like one person with a fractured leg and uh, a collar around his neck and a big magnetic belt he wants to go to gym only a healthy person should go to gym in the same manner meditation is meant for healthy people for unhealthy people they should go to a psychiatrist see friends meditation is not a correction um, method no you have to evolve therefore when we are told this principle last life's karma this life suffering next life also will suffer now what is the moral of the story moral of the story is you existed before this body was born you are existing in this body you will continue to exist when this body is drop now tell me who died so what happens after death when you are alive nothing has happened <laughs> so what is going to happen after death okay. that teacher who asked me in that school i said now i'll answer your question as at first what happens after death i ask him uh, you are a hindu or a muslim or of course i am a hindu i said will burn you he said no 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 not that way i said okay second option when you die there will be a holiday for the school but don't die on sunday okay <laughs> not that way what happens to the soul see friends this soul principle when you will understand clearly you will be free from the fear of death the topic of death is not meant for dying is meant for living see friends like you know the doctors are not here for uh, um, making the people unhealthy although they make <laughs> doctors are supposed to cure the patients but they maintain the patients you know unless they maintain the patient they can't survive the same way baba ji do they maintain the level of ignorance in the people and they tell dekho beta if you do this thing you will go to hell and that beta is frightened oh god one person asked me how many types of hells are there i said we have got 27 types of hell choose See friends, now what is this death, death, death? It's only pramad, and how we can get out of this pramad? That is spiritual practice. Then Dhrushtra asks the question. Then what is told in our scripture that if somebody who dies, he goes to the hell, and there are so many types of hell. What about that? These are the questions which are answered by Sanat Kumar Ji. We'll take it in our next episode. पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादा पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओं शातिशाशाति हरि ओं श्रीगुभ्यो नम हरि ओं